Welcome to the No Budget Indie Filmcast, where we dip into the independent film universe to highlight those little films that you might not have heard about elsewhere. Will you agree with our panel, or will our panel agree with each other? Tune in to find out. I am Milo Dennison, and with me, as always, are my excellent co-hosts, Claire Milan. Hello. And Cahal Feeney. Hello. All right, Cahal, what's on the agenda this week? This week, we are watching a film called Nanook of the North. Uh, it's a documentary feature film from 1922, and it's directed by a Robert J. Um, so it's obviously it's made in 1922, and it spends a year following an Inuit by name of Nanook and his family who live in the Arctic Circle. Now, I read somewhere this is actually the first documentary film ever made. Maybe. No? Okay. No, yeah, no, I'm shaking my head. No, yep, no. Okay, it wasn't. Well, it, though it's often considered to be the first documentary film. No. Okay. It's considered to be, you know. But that's why I said, you know, so I'm, I'm op- open to correction. Now, obviously, it's a silent film, and there, is, there isn't even any narration, for instance, which I suppose technically it could have been. Um, you know, I've been saying that I, it, it's, it's a brilliant film, and gives a fascinating insight into a culture that was already disappearing. Like it's something film you can make today, for instance. Uh, there are a lot of memorable scenes in it, such as the, the walrus hunt and the, the building of the igloo. And there's also a surprisingly large amount of humor in it, which I wasn't expecting. Uh, like that opening scene with the kayak is, is just hilarious, I thought. And uh, anything to do with the children, I thought it was very funny too. I, I guess it must have been technically, it must have been challenging to do, to make, working in a harsh environment with like kind of old equipment. And I, I heard, I read somewhere about that there were accusations that some of the scenes were staged. Now, whether, you know, if you, whether you accept that or not, um, it's still a very authentic film. And uh, I think uh, it's an important film, you know, to be able to uh, record and document uh, scenes of a, a dying culture like that. You know, I, I think it's, it's just amazing and it's, its significance and value will, uh, will only increase with time. You know, it's just a, a real treat to watch. So- yeah, it was, it was fascinating. You know, it was kind of interesting because I, I, I kind of, I heard about this film and then when you chose it, I, was, I, I thought, oh, it's a kind of a short film. And I sat down early to watch it, like, oh God, it's a feature. And then I saw it was made in 1922 and I'm really being into silent films, you know, at the moment. And I just thought to, be, to have this, like this was made in 1922. I'm really blown away by it. And I read um, the guy who made it, he actually went, he was, I think the year before or something, he was, out filming the Inuit and he was editing um, and he had a cigarette and all his stuff, most of his footage burned, went up in flames, but he went back and then followed this guy. Um, and actually his name isn't Nanook in real life. Um, what does that, Nanook means Is something. Hunter or something mean? like that. Yeah, it means something like hunter or something like that. I, I don't yeah, remember, it but it does something. mean something. But it do, it, it's not his real name and his wives weren't his real wives. 
So well, that that might actually not be true. Yeah. So so that's one of those oh. legends around it that they weren't his wives and kids. Oh, but there's there's no real proof one way or the other. Um, okay. So so they might actually be. Well, one of them wasn't his wife um, for sure. Yeah. So the so the rumor is that the other one also wasn't his wife. But um, but that's actually might not be true. That it actually actually might be his wife. She might be his wife. And it said that the very start of the film that he died two years later from starvation. But then there's rumors that he actually died of tuberculosis. So in the igloo. And the igloo, because uh, they were wondering how they'd actually stage, how they'd film inside an igloo, because it's very small. So that was staged. They only built half an igloo and filmed outside. And then the gramophone scene with the white man, that was all staged as well, because Nanook, he knew what a gramophone was beforehand. And a lot of the Western, they were started wearing a lot of Western clothes and the, he used rifles, rifles to hunt. This, a lot of it so, was very staged. But just what he captured in it, the, the look of the main guy, and he's just the humor. I loved that scene with the boat. It was so comedic. And it was at the very start. And when there's keep being children and wives and everything, how is that possible, you know? And it was, some parts were very hard to watch. Um, with the killing of animals, you know, and, and the walrus, uh, walrus scene. Uh, but, and then he, 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 the fact he ate the meat raw like that, because he's obviously so used to it. Um, there, and there was some lovely scene. And even when, with the, the, when they met the, the white man, they, um, the children he, they were eating lard and, and biscuits. And then one of them had a stomach ache and he gave castor oil to the child. That was that was kind of a lovely little scene, and then I loved one scene as well where they built little snow animals. I think little little polar bears, and the father was teaching the son to to hunt, you know, with, with a little a bow and arrow. It was just, it was so cute. But there was a lot of controversy over it as well, and they because they were kind of thinking, oh, they're look, they're portraying them as if they're animals, you know, and, and there there was a, a lot of controversy in how staged it was. But there is a lot of rumors about it. But I'm so curious, how do they film this? I don't know. I just like where where were the filmmakers staying? Where were they, you know, <laughs> how did they survive if, if it was as cold as it looked? So yeah. It's, it's well, living out there with them. But um the thing with all the like controversy around it is yeah, it was controversial at the time and, and they still talk about it now. But now this type of filmmaking, we don't question it, right? You watch the, the Tiger King and, or you watch, um, or we just watched The Lost Pirate Kingdom, a series on Netflix, right? And it has all these reenactments in it. And we don't question that anymore in regards to documentaries. We just accept it. And that's really what this is, is that it's reenactments trying to show the life. So it wasn't that long before this film was made that, that the Inuit were living this type of a lifestyle. And so he's trying to document that lifestyle as it was prior to you know, modernizing the rifles, building wood houses and, and all that kind of stuff. So, so it, to, yeah, that controversy doesn't really bother me because it is narrative documentary, which, which we accept now as being completely normal. We don't question it when we see it anymore. And also, um, and also like, they did those things. Like, I mean, obviously they were yeah. from the old yeah. way of life to the new way of life. You know, I mean, they, he did actually hunt the walrus, you know, and uh, no, he did actually, you know, build the igloo. So you know, it was, it was, it was real in that sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's the thing. He's documenting this, documenting this life as it was, 
and and they you know they knew how to hunt the walrus by spear clearly from having done it you know it's it's crazy and just to think back then how new this kind of reenactment must have been you know it wasn't like a drama apparently they, did, they didn't distinguish between documentaries and mm -hmm. films back then normal films it was just films but the fact that this new technique of reenactment must have been so new back then 1922 um as you said oh, well, look at the tiger thing yeah yeah look at all these they are reenacted I, I think a lot of these accusations it, it's maybe gone a little bit overboard I mean, it's, it's as i said i think it is still a very authentic film and a very authentic depiction of i agree and, and the accusations are in, like kind of implying that he was somehow taking advantage of Nanook or whatever his real name is and, and that kind of stuff. I don't think he was. I think he was really trying to tell the story of, of this life and kind of romanticizing it because you could even end the film and you'd be like, God, they lived a hard life. But there's also something very simple about it, which kind of yeah. made it kind of nice in, in some ways, you know, like, like the thing with the kids shooting the little snow animals and, and, and that kind of stuff. And, and, and it's hard, but also simple compared to our modern lives, you know, so, which is kind of nice. Yeah. And they seem so happy. Like that's the one thing. They all seem genuinely happy, like from their mm -hmm. sim simple lifestyle. And you could imagine as well, they must have went days without eating sometimes. You know, you, and you could there's a snowstorm and it looked like they were getting caught out in it. And just the, the cold, you know. And then we saw them building the igloo. That was fascinating. I just, mm -hmm. you know, and then they put a kind of a reflector. They built a little window, which is going to see through a piece of ice. And then they put a reflector up on top of it for the sun to come in. So I know everyone knows igloos, but I never knew that was on an igloo. Yeah. So that was a whole new thing. And well, and it's amazing to think about it, because if they dropped any of us out in the Arctic, we'd be dead, right? So yeah. say what you will about them being simplistic or whatever. They He could survive and build his own igloo. Yeah, they and have Put a window in yeah. it, you know, like that kind yeah. of stuff. I love, I love and then the puppies, they put another igloo for all the puppies. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little puppy igloo. <laughs> that was just amazing. And the dogs then, mm -hmm. it was, but there was just, it, it really, just to think 1922 that this was made in. Is 100 years ago, yeah. Just, just, years under, ago. just under 100 years ago. Crazy. And the fact that he captured this, this from a cinematography point of view, it really blew my mind, like the, the setup of it. Because the, the, they would have been fairly new. Three, 300 then, pound camera, I think, is what they were. I don't remember. I don't know the exact way, but it, it was Yeah, like the one here pounds. in my picture. Yeah, you know, picture, it yeah, must have been crazy. And he had certain, I, I don't know exactly how they did it, but he had some pr printing plates or something. So he yeah. could show the, the Nanook what he was doing. You know, he's like, oh, this is, you know, because he learned his lesson the first time. So it just showed you, he must have been devastated when his fo previous footage went up in flames. But if that yeah. didn't happen, he wouldn't have got this, you know, and we probably wouldn't have been talking about maybe a hundred years later. <laughs> it's really incredible. It did, it did give him maybe an inspiration or give him an idea of how to, of how to, he would actually make a better film, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Probably, because I, I think the original film was just documenting like Inuit yeah. in general, whereas with this, he decided to focus on a specific family. Yeah. I think he said that. He said the first footage was like a travel log, and this was actually a person and at one family. Yeah. So it just shows you at an absolute, absolute horror and failure of his working up in flames. Yeah. And back then, to get to the Arctic would yeah. have been fairly hard, you know. And, and what a talent! Because and the thing is, he wasn't a filmmaker. 
you know, yeah. prior to this, really, he, he, he was, I think, uh, I think he worked for the Hudson Bay company or something like, like he was a land surveyor uh, yeah. to then to learn kind of filmmaking on the fly is pretty impressive. Yeah. I think I could be wrong. Like <laughs> just hmm? incredible. It was impressive. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great film. I actually, this is the second time I've seen it. I, in my, uh, in a intro to film class, we actually watched it and analyzed the hell out of it. Um, so it was kind of a fun choice. Officially the oldest film that we've watched on no budget now. Okay. For, for our reviews. What were you going to say, but I, like the, you're saying there was documentary films made before this? There... Yeah, there was one on uh, Shackleton, if I remember correctly. Um, and I think there was another one. So like, I mean, this is probably maybe within the first five or, you know, so, you know, some very early documentaries and it just kind of gets to be famous because it's the longest lasting one. Um, yeah, I'm sure we could Google it and find out for sure. But, but I, I, I do know for sure it wasn't the first. Oh yeah. Well, that's why I, I sort of qualified. My, yeah. I read, you know, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what the first one actually was. I don't remember. All right. Um, sure, sure. Okay. Claire, you want to go first? Do you want me to do it? Yeah. I just think, thank you so much, Carl, for bringing my attention to the film. Because I remember I heard about it years back and sitting down to watch it. I was blown away. 1922, the cinematography, the story he captured. It's a five-star film for me. It really is. You can't really fault it. It's... it's yeah i agree i mean i don't care about the controversy around it it's still telling a story which i find to be authentic enough to work um and the fact that it's lasted so long i would love to make a film that people are discussing a hundred years from now i mean I, that'd be fantastic so uh five star for me as well well yeah this is gonna be a slam dunk like this is, it's this is a film everybody should watch on our channel link below Yep. Although seriously, like uh, you know, just just Google it, watch it. You know, you won't be disappointed. Five star. There you have it. No budget film cast listeners. We enjoyed this film. We've given it five stars. We think you should watch it. Uh, as Kahal mentioned, we'll throw the link into the notes so you can have a viewing. And um, we hope you got something out of it. And we'll see you next time. That's a wrap. Bye. Bye.